Yeah, well, I was just happy you brought this subject up because we talk about it all the time. We get to coach hundreds and hundreds of nonprofits. We have the privilege of doing that throughout the year, throughout you know our entire evolution. But we talk about how no matter how many reps, no, how many, no matter how many successes you have, how difficult it is to ask people for money, <laughs> how uncomfortable it is to make that ask. And I guess what we were saying, the, the impetus for this conversation was you kind of got to find a place where you're comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else there is to do about that. Everybody that I know, and I think this any success that I've ever had in my life, it came because I got comfortable being uncomfortable because yeah. there was always Usually something difficult. No, it's it's all hard. You know, yeah. you talk to people that are great fundraisers and people who seem natural. Oh, you're just, you're so good at it. You're just a natural. But when you talk to them away from everything and, and I, you know, you and I get to talk to a lot of people, it's not easy for them. In fact, some of the best that I know are petrified of it. Literally yeah. petrified. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's so funny. Cause like, it'll be, I just, I daydream about the situation where we're talking to world-class fundraisers. Cause we know some of them and they'll look around and make sure no one's listening. They're like, Jason, Trevor, that was really hard. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, my and that's palms the are thing. My you palms are yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you're like, really? Because you look, you, you like sounded fantastic at it and you did great. You know, it's the same thing yeah. as stage fright. Some of the comedians, some actors, performers, singers, you know, once they get going, you know, they're fine. But they talk about right before that, they're just mortified. They're petrified. They're, you know, Isn't stage fright, all the things. And Gosh. there's a couple of people I know specifically, these are ladies who've been doing this for a long time. And I was asking him, I said, well, you know, how did you get comfortable? And he said, I never have. I had immediate an immediate understanding about that because I was at the gym the other day and I'm talking to a guy, I see there all the time. And, you know, my wife was working out at the same time. She went to work, do her thing. And I just went over there and sat by this guy. His name's Paul. We were kind of in the waiting area and, I, and he goes, what's the matter, man? You're not feeling it today? And I said, Paul, I don't ever feel it. I don't feel it any day, sir. There's not <laughs> one day that I've ever gone to the gym where I was going, yeah, I'm going to go lift weight. I've never felt that way. Yeah. Now, once I do it, I'm always glad I'm doing it and I feel good For after sure. I do it. But there's not ever a time where I woke up and going, wow, I'd rather roll over and sleep another 30 minutes or sit here with a yeah, cup of coffee or do, that. do something. Yeah. That, that's just, that's the reality, but I just make a choice. And I think that's what these ladies were conveying to me yeah. is it was separately, but both of them basically said the same thing. I've never gotten used to it. I've never yeah. gotten comfortable doing it. Asking and and, I, and I think that's where, <laughs> right. I think that's, you know, the message here is you've got to become comfortable yeah. being uncomfortable. Because when you know that you're uncomfortable, when it feels weird, that's whenever the good things start happening. Because no yeah. athlete, and you can attest to this being a, you know, being a former professional athlete, you can attest there's never a time. And you even said it to me. You said, I start having negotiating with myself or I would have talks about myself trying to, to convince myself that I, sh oh, you know what? I, I probably don't need to run as hard. I don't need to push as hard. I don't need to do that. Now you would, wouldn't give into it, but you said, yeah, I had that all the time. My trainer, who's a guy yeah. who is big bodybuilder, you know, yeah. really dedicated to what he does. He's never, never done it on stage one time in his life, but everybody around very here, he, he said, he's the, he's the yeah. be best bodybuilder in the state of Oklahoma, you know, and, and it's never been on stage. Very, very focused, very dedicated. He said, there's not a day that I don't try to talk myself out of. There's not a morning that happens that I don't have to talk myself through it. Yeah. And also what's interesting when you talk, when we talk about this subject in a macro level, regardless of what your profession is, of course, this is meant to go out to the, fo the folks that are raising money and making these asks. And we're, we're, we're doing our very best to encourage you. But just talking about it, you know, there has to be a certain level of understanding of delayed gratification as well. 
Do you find that? Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost just like, it's always dangled in front of you and it's uncomfortable and your palms are sweating, you're nervous and Mm -hmm. you know, you still got to do it and you care and all these things. I always say this funny thing. Um, who do I, I say this to everybody that actually, when they say they're nervous, I go, you know, whether it's my 19 year old daughter or someone in our company or whatever, they're like, I was really nervous. And I said, Oh, you know what? That's okay. Nerves are good. It means you care. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> you know, you know I, and I've never met somebody in the fundraising business. We do all these coaching sessions and I've never had anybody come on where they go. Yeah. I've got this down. I don't have a problem asking for this. Don't pl- pro- have a problem doing that. You know, everything's yeah. good and smooth and sailing. It's all easy. Never. Yeah. Not one time yeah. has that ever happened. And I think if you're a professional fundraiser, if you're at there, you know, whether you're an ED CEO, director of development, you know, on the team, whatever, know that you are not the only one that feels that way. Oh, I think gosh. they, everybody yeah. does now. Yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, we had a client of ours and she told her boss, literally told him, she said, yeah, I don't have a problem asking for money at all. When she interviewed, she said this in front of him. So when we're having this conversation, it wasn't like some hidden. Mm-hmm. And she said, I thought I was going to be fine because I didn't have a problem talking to people, but it terrifies me. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, you know, so I need some help. And I said, okay, so what do you do? What, what do you think you should do? She goes, I don't know. Yeah. And I said, well, remember who you're talking to, another human being. Yeah. That they either care about the same organization, care about the cause and the organization and what you guys do and the mission. Mm-hmm. And I said, get back to what you're comfortable with. Are you comfortable talking about the mission? Talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then what you do is you don't ask people for money. You invite them to participate. Ooh. God, because big. we always say asking for money. I, I, I don't think you ever want to ask for money. That. You don't wow. ever want to ask for money. You always yeah. want to just invite them to participate. Oh, I know that you can. I know that you care. Yeah. I'll never forget when you told me that. Yeah, I, I know, know that you can. I know, I know, can. I know, I know that you care. care. And so, you know, Gosh, I'd love so to have good. you see if you'd like to be a part of this. Yeah. And then it's really and then it's up to them whether they accept it or not. Because see, yeah. see here because then they're not rejecting you. They're just not accepting the offer. It has nothing to do with you. Because what we're afraid of and what and, and I am too. I, I'm terrified of this. I don't of rejection. I don't want to be rejected. Oh God. Yeah. You know, we just had a sales yeah. meeting that I, I stressed for three weeks about it. And I said, mm-hmm. you know, there was two things. One, I didn't want, one of the, one of my two goals was I didn't want to put everybody to sleep. And yeah. I, and, and it was because I, I care about what we're doing. And, and, but I was, I was very, very nervous about it and not anxious, you know, I mean, just, yeah. you know, cause I, I wanted it to be right. And, yeah. and I think that when we're going out and we're trying to raise money for our cause, whether it's, we're getting sponsorships, underwriting, whether it's year in giving any of that, we got to bring it back one, bring it back to our mission. And then two, that's home base. That's home invite base. everybody to participate. Give God, it to I them in a digestible deal, and then just make an invitation. I love it when you put it that way. Invite invite them to participate. It's different than asking. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a paradigm shift mentally there, right there for folks if they're willing to take advantage of it. Yeah, and Whoa. and and then finally, so just know it's okay. It's okay. You know, you're not going to feel comfortable. Okay, so it feels yeah. weird. Okay, and you're also not going to bat a thousand. <laughs> but just but put it down on your put it down when you're going to call somebody you're going to meet with them do whatever it is you're going to do however you're you're set up there you put it on your schedule and there's no backing out once it's on my schedule I will fo- I will follow through I'm going to follow through because it's on my schedule your your commitment is not to you know, not a certain feeling, your commitments to the schedule. I have an appointment with Trevor. I've got to come talk to him. I'm going to talk to him. Now, what, whether he, whether he comes away with something or not, it's not up to me. It's up to him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the other part is we put so much pressure on ourselves and we start talking ourselves out of it that we're already convinced that they're going to say no before we've ever asked them. So then we don't because we're thinking about the rejection that we might have, which Mm -hmm. probably won't. I can't Mm -hmm. tell you how many times I had over the years, I had people come and ask me for money and I'm, you know, in fundraising, asking me to participate or they, 
they'd ask for something and they would way under ask. I was mentally prepared to give more because I was going to, because if I was having a meeting with you, I was prepared. I was going to give something Yeah. because otherwise I would just said, no, no thanks. And not waste my time. You get to create your own number when you're in this position. There's so many very inner, I've had some fascinating conversations with folks. You know, a good buddy of mine's a defense attorney that Mm -hmm. we we ride bikes together. And I remember when he, when he first broke in, he was telling me about like what he'd say it would cost for a case. And I was like, well, it sounds like you get to make up your own number kind (laughs) of. He's yeah. like, well, yeah, there's no like going rate like online, you know, for this yeah. course or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I was like, you get to make your number. I was like, I bet when you first started, you were asking for some numbers and then folks said yes. And you're, it blew your hair back and you're like, oh, wow, I could have asked for more. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, 100%. Here's a great example about, you know, the number game, asking somebody for money versus asking them to participate. A friend yeah. of ours, Casey, tremendous oh, fundraiser. Him. He's really yeah, good. He's I, I want to have, he's, I'd like to have him come on again just to talk about he, this topic. He's but, really good. But yeah. he went, goes to a gentleman. He has a mind that he's going to ask. He has a number in mind he's going to ask for. It's $50,000 a year. for big dollars too, he was, by the way. Well, he was going to ask for $50,000 a year for a five-year commitment. So two hundred. $50,000 over five Huge. years. And that's his number. It has nothing. It's, you know, he didn't ask for the number. It's just, that's what he's going to go ask for. He gets there and the guy says, Hey, yeah, well, l- listen, I just got to tell you, you know, my wife's on me about some stuff. I'm kind of overcommitted. So I'm going to have to kind of back off of what I was planning on doing. What's Casey do? Because he's in his own head. Well, well, maybe he'll do 25,000. He was thinking 50. This is what happens because he didn't, he didn't ask for a number. He asked, he was still, you know, we're here to help. We know that you want to participate. It's yeah. an invitation. And the guy gave a hundred thousand dollars a year for five years, a half million dollars. Yes. And said, Give me a year or so and I probably can bump this up, but I'm gonna start off at a hundred thousand a year for five years. And it's just a perfect example how we will play in our mind a game that yeah. we can't possibly win because yeah. we'll you, speak when we shouldn't be speaking. Well, we'll we talk. Quiet, we'll talk ourselves you know? yeah. out of something. Yes, yes. Chances are he could win and just not even. Oh, not even ask. <laughs> yeah, precisely. So, you know, being yeah, but being comfortable, being uncomfortable. You just you know he kept his mouth shut. He didn't say anything. He was very yeah. and he said he goes I was I really was devastated that this is first thing this guy says and then yeah. he said out of nowhere he goes because I didn't start talking I yeah. listened. Yeah. I was comfortable being uncomfortable because he said it was really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then he comes away with a five hundred thousand dollar commitment. You know, there's another lady and we were visiting with her and she was talking about raising money. They had a facility and she was getting one hundred twenty five thousand dollar commitments for this with basically no naming. You know, you get to name a room. I mean, it was yeah. not much, but she was doing that. And I said, "Do you enjoy that?" And she said, "No, not really." And I said, <laughs> "What about after?" She says, "Oh no, I'm still terrified." Yeah, you're really and, good at it. Do you yeah. like it? No. Yeah, no, no. But she knows she's good at. It. But then she turns around. And she goes, "Well, I, you know, I am. I know I can do it." And she said, yeah. "I just make my mind up. I'm. I'm not going to stop." You know. Yeah. And she said, "I think about the mission, yeah. and I start thinking about what we're doing. Yeah. The lives we're changing, and it's that's what it. gets me through. It's worth it. Yep. Keep your mission first. Keep good call. Don't let those feelings that are going to betray you. They'll betray what yeah. you want to do because we all have yeah. them, and and that's natural. It's natural to feel that. It's one hundred percent. Well, we're we're very complicated. We're a very complicated species. Yeah. That's very and, that well, and natural. and the best fundraisers, the people that you hear about, and you go, oh man, wow, he's got, he, she's really got it together. She's this. And chances are, yeah. and if she doesn't feel this way, I'd like to know who she is because I'd like to interview her because I would like to hear that because I've never found anybody that has said this. They still, they still pee their pants. They still, they, well, <laughs> they still go through that. They still have yep. to, you know, sit yep. there and get in their car. You know, they're sitting in their car going, okay, okay, you can do this. You can do this. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I could maybe send a text and just tell him next week, you know, try to put it off. And then they go, nope, 
It's on my calendar. I'm going to go do it. I've got an appointment. Yeah. You know, the kids, yeah. the kids need this, you know, 100%. and so keep that in mind and just know that being comfortable, being uncomfortable is it's part of it. That's never a bad thing. That's the experience. That's the human experience, man. That's great. I really, I'm really glad that you brought this up, this topic up. I think folks needed to hear it. And I hope, I, I really, really hope we'll, we'll definitely, you'll, you'll see this more and more other than just listening to this pod and or, or watching it or what have you, the invitation to participate, man, that's huge. I've learned so much. For, I learned so much in the last 10 minutes. I think that's awesome. Yeah. If anybody, hey, if you're watching this on YouTube and you've experienced this, share it with us. Give us a comment. Of course, subscribe. If you're listening to this, Apple, Spotify, download, rate, review, comment, all that good uh, good stuff. Five stars Share. only. Five stars. Come yeah. on, we need five stars. We, yeah, yeah. Four means you're you're willing to listen to some other nonprofit podcast, and we just. <laughs> <it>. so, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just really helps to get it out there for other nonprofits. But but definitely, yeah, if you share, share that with somebody, it yeah. would mean a lot to us. Yeah, we're listening and we're talking. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you, brother. That was massive. thank you, man. Really good. It's all good. Appreciate it. All right. See you. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you love our podcast, click the download button, rate us, and follow us on social media at HGA Fundraising. Get out there, start fundraising, and raise more money. See you next time.